This is Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Julie. We are actors, costumers, movie, and book enthusiasts. But we have very different tastes. So every week we pick a pop culture period piece to talk about. Our thoughts about the movie and also anything the movie brings up. Like how the mummy is totally written through the female gaze and Santa Fe from Newsies is the ultimate I want song. Do you know what that is? Listen to us. So if you like movies with corsets, manners, and cottagecore aesthetics, give us a listen. Pop culture period piece has a new episode dropping every Thursday. Bye. Bye. Bella, let the girl call the producer. No. La bocca dice di no, ma il cuore dice di sì. No, guardami, Cosi. None of those tricks. You bat those long eyelashes and I say yes every time. No, Franco, she's too young. I have made too many mistakes in my life and I'm determined not to have our daughter make the same mistakes I did. She's not going to make the same mistakes. She will make her own. That's how she'll learn. But what if her dreams fall apart? If she's older, she might be more, more ready. Cara, no one is ever ready for their dreams to fall apart. But when she's older, we're not going to be there to help her put them back together. Hai ragione? Si, Franco, hai ragione. <sighs> si, Franco. Val, <laughs> uh, I can't believe you just made me read Italian. I made myself read Italian. Mine was harder. (laughs) Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. (gasps) Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Sisters. (laughs) Oh, man, we should have played a drinking game where how many times they played the sound we took a drink. Yep. Or every time someone was wearing leopard print when they were Mm. the Cheetah Girls. We would have been drinking the whole time. We would have literally been drinking the entire time. Well, let us get... To the business, lettuce. Okay. Our fans loved the lettuce last (laughs) week. Lettuce. Uh, We're going to have so many running bits by the time this podcast ceases. Yep. But it won't cease. It will just (laughs) Because decoms are going to be continue. Well, that's true, too. There will always be new Mm -hmm. decoms. But also because, you know, we'll evolve into something else. Yeah. Like a butterfly. Anyway, Cheetah Girls came out on August 15th, 2003. So actually, this came out only a month after Eddie's Million Dollar Cook. Oh, So they were taking advantage of the summer, it seems. Uh, School's out for summer. summer. (laughs) Um, This was directed by Oz Scott who did not direct any other DCOMs from what I could tell. Um, but he was, uh, he is a television actor or I'm sorry, oh. a television director, television director. And, um, so he's done a lot of, you know, like one or two episodes on a bunch of stuff, but the ones that he's done more episodes on started with the Jeffersons mm. back in the day. Um, he also worked on a show called the district. He did a bunch of episodes for CSI, New York, black lightning, and most recently, SWAT. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cheetah Girls was written by, uh, well, it was based on a book. Which surprised me. I know. Surprised me as well. Um, it was uh, based on a book written by Deborah Gregory. Um, and then the teleplay was written by Allison Taylor, who also wrote Cheetah Girls 2 and a show called Just Jordan, which I had never heard of before, but she'd written a number of episodes for that um and that was pretty much i mean she had other stuff on her resume but nothing that like jumped out at me um the cast is as follows raven simone played galleria bubbles garibaldi what a name my god she uh was previously in xenon which we watched uh, a while back at this point. Um, she was replaced in Xenon, the sequel. Um, she will be in Cheetah Girls 2. And she was the star of That's So Raven. And 
more recently Raven's Home, both mm-hmm. on the Disney Channel. Which did we discuss this last time that she's one of the longest running Disney Channel stars? We did not discuss that. That's a really heard, cool fact. I heard this on the internet then that she's like one of the longest running like Disney Channel stars uh, because of That's a Raven. That's cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, good for her. Yeah. She's great in general. I have thoughts about this movie. We'll get to those in a second. Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> Val, thoughts? No, couldn't, couldn't be Val. No, I mean, I don't have any opinions. Why do we even do this? I just sit here and go, mm, uh, sure, I'm whatever. getting paid $4 million an episode to do this. Why do you do this, Val? <laughs> just to be with you. To spend uh, time with you. And that's true friendship. I'm in it for the money and she's in it for me. <laughs> uh, it's always the way it is, isn't it? <laughs> um, Adrian Houghton played Chanel Chuchi Simmons. Um, she is in all three of the Cheetah Girls movies. She's also going to be in Buffalo Dreams with our favorite DB from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Um, she was also in the movie Coach Carter, and she was in 3LW, so she's in a bunch of their music videos, and most of her IMDb in general is music videos because mm-hmm. she is a musician. Um, Keely Williams played Aquanette Aqua Walker. Uh, she, too, is in all three Cheetah Girls movies and also is in 3LW. Um, so she is thus in a lot of their music videos. Um, she was also in The House Bunny and Stomp the Yard 2. Cool. Mm hmm. Sabrina Bryan played Dorinda Doe Thomas. Um, she's been in some stuff. I mean, she's in all three Cheetah Girls, but she, she's she been in like random other things, but nothing that like stood out to me. Mm. Lynn Whitfield played Dorothea Garibaldi. That's Raven's mom. Um, she's also going to be in Cheetah Girls 2. Uh, she's been in a bunch of stuff. She's a character actor, but some things that she was in for like more than one episode, like more than a few episodes is... Heartbeat, The Cosby Mysteries, which I cannot fathom what that could possibly be. (laughs) Um, More recently, she's been on Greenleaf. Mm. Um, She was also in the movie Stepmom and A Time for Dancing. Mm. So she's been I've never heard of any of those things. You've never heard of Stepmom, the movie Stepmom? Oh, boy, we, we we have another one to add to Have You Seen. What is it? It's uh, Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts and um, Jenna Maloney. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, I've never heard of it. It's sad, but it's great. Mm. And it has a musical number in it. (gasps) I'm watching it tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Okay. Juan Chioran, or Chioran, I'm going to say Chioran, um, played Francobolo Garibaldi. that's Raven's dad, obviously, um, who I was portraying in our cold open. Good job, Val. I spent a few weeks in Italy, so, you know, I'm an expert. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he is mostly a voice actor. A lot of kids shows. Cool. Lori Ann Alter played Juanita Simmons. That's Chanel's mother. She is also going to be in Cheetah Girls 2. She was in something called Power Play, Family Biz. You know, she's been in stuff, but nothing that, like, jumped out, really. Vince Corraza played Jackal Johnson. He was the record producer. And uh, you might remember him because he played almost the exact same character in Quince uh, as the evil agent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's a He character. was the same character, just with a little bit more self-tanner. Right, right. And fewer sleeves. Yeah. And yeah, he's he's a character actor. Like, he's been in lots of stuff, but, you know, like one of everything. Nothing mm-hmm. like stand out. Sandra Caldwell played Drinka Champagne, their music teacher who ran the talent show. <laughs> These names are so literal. It's They're ridiculous. Awful. This is what you get when you adapt a book. Crap yeah. like that. She has been an act like a character actor for a long time. She was in the movie Serendipity. She was in the movie Shall We Dance? Yeah, she's been around. Cool. Kyle Schmid played Derek, uh, the rapping white boy. Mm-hmm. You might rec- recognize Kyle Schmid from Alley Cat's Strike, where he played the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, 
He's been in some stuff, you know. He was acting better in this one. Yeah, he was. He has recent, more recently been in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, a show called Blood Ties, a show called Copper, which I actually watched, a show called Six, and most recently a show called Big Sky, which I also have watched some of. Hmm. He's got a great jaw. Yeah, he's he's definitely like handsome. Yeah. But I think it like it's one of these situations where I think it makes him a worse actor because he could Mm -hmm. just sort of like play on his looks and not really have to do anything. Kim Roberts played Mrs. Bosco, Dorinda's foster mom. Um, She was in Get a Clue. She was one of the teachers. Oh, it turned out. Spoiler alert. Um, that she had a crush on the oh. guy who was the sort of center of it, but then she ended up like marrying the principal or something. I don't remember, but she like got together with someone else. Um, she's also going to be in Jump In, Zombies, and she was in Charlie Bartlett, which I brought up because we've talked about Charlie Bartlett a couple times on this show. Yeah, and yeah, she's a character we need actor. to watch by request of friend yes. of the pod, Devin Henderson. We do. And she, you know, she's a character actor. She's a voice actor. She's been in lots of stuff, but, you know, just one-offs mostly. Um, and then finally, I bring up this person only because of their, their like, resume. So there was a guy who, in a couple scenes, was practicing for the talent show doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is Ennis Esmer. And he had a recurring role on the show Blind Spot. He was also on Schitt's Creek and... Murdoch Mysteries for a couple episodes. Uh, The synopsis is as follows. Four teens hold on to their dream of musical fame while navigating the twists and turns of their normal lives. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Also, fun fact, Naya Rivera auditioned for this movie, but did not get a part. Oh. I wonder how her life would have played out differently. I know. She probably wouldn't have ended up on Glee. Maybe not. Maybe she would have been, you know, another Raven Simone. Yeah. Who the heck knows? We'll never know now. All right. Al, what were your first impressions of this flick? Thanks, Val. Um, I didn't. I, I remember specific parts of this movie and I completely forgot that other parts of this movie for existed. And I would say the parts that I forgot about this movie that existed were the entire plot. Um, <laughs> so I remember the music videos. I remember the outfits. I remember the songs. I remember, like, I remember a lot of this movie and completely forgot a lot of this movie. I'm going to give it a six. Wow. It's not okay. terrible. Not like great. Um, I think it is one of the ones that like when people say it's their favorite one, I wouldn't be mad at where like Hmm. when people say luck of the Irish, I'm like, you haven't watched that recently. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, where like if someone said cheetah girls, they'd be like, oh yeah, okay, sure. Um, some of it was kind of hard to watch. Yeah. People got mean in this movie. People got really mean. And it was like. I don't want to say triggering, but it was like triggering. Interesting. I don't know. I was very like open mouth agape for some of this movie of like, oh my God. Um, yeah. Val, first impressions. Thank you, Al. Um, I had never seen this movie. Okay. As, as far as I'm aware. I was going to start saying that for every episode I know, probably. from here yeah. until 2020. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Seven. Um, yeah. So, you know, I I obviously have heard of this movie before and I know Raven Simone. Um, so I was, you know, like ready for it to be fine, if not good. And I really struggled with a couple things. One is that the acting was so over the top. It was like exhausting for me. Like I just, everything was like at an 11 the entire time. And it was just a lot. Like there was no nuance except for with the adults. But like we spend most of the movie with the kids and they were just like screaming the entire time basically. Yeah. Um. So that was a lot. Uh, there are a few quiet moments towards the end with between Raven and Kyle Schmid, the guy who plays Derek. Um, those are nice. Like she shows that she can act like and when she's with her parents too. like, you know, she has some moments. So it's not that 
she or or probably any of them were like incapable of acting. I just think that they were like given the direction or at minimum allowed to just scream at each other for most of this movie. And it was a lot. So that was one of my larger issues with it. And then the other thing was like, I, and I've, I've brought some versions of this up before, but like when a movie is not fantastical, I have a really hard time when like things just don't make logical sense. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, the first thing that happens out of the gate is there's a musical number and it is a performance on a stage or not even on a stage. It's like on a sidewalk. They're just like performing for, uh, you know, people who are standing around, but it's filmed as if it's a music video. And yeah. every single one of the performances is like that. There's another time where they're auditioning. There's no one in the room except for the person that they're auditioning for. And they're not looking at that person. They are looking at a camera that's like 20 feet in the air and it's like zooming in on them and like all this stuff. And it's just like it just took me out of it every single time because I was like, what is going on right now? Like, is this a just a series of music videos or is this a movie? <laughs> um, so that was like very distracting to me. Um, and there, you know, like the whole like climax of the movie is also like very ridiculous. Um, so like that also like pulled me out of it too. So like I kept trying sort of like I did last, uh, episode where like I kept reminding myself, you know, that high schoolers, especially high school boys were that bad, like about like being misogynist and sexist in that time period. I, in sort of a similar vein, kept trying to remind myself Girls can be often this dramatic when they are like 14 years old. Like it's not wild to think that that is possible. It's not how I was, but like that doesn't mean that that's not how girls behaved. Yeah, I agree with your like things that happen that aren't fantastic that in movies that things that happen in a non-fantastical movie that are unbelievable in the like. Not like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. But like, in a, I don't believe that way. Right. Because <laughs> <clears throat> there's like little things that happen where I'm like, the two of them start dancing on the street and then 30 people crowd around. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't happen. No. And like, but I can believe that like they're entering in the talent show and like the famous guy comes and he like wants sure. like that because that's part of it. But then and the, he's like, a the famous alumni. Piss me right. Off. Right. The little right. things piss me off where she like completely runs into someone on the street and they just don't care. Right. Okay. Well, Al, do you have any favorite quotes or moments from this film? Thanks for asking, Val. I have tons. Wow. Okay, good. I have lots. I take a whacking and I keep on smacking. <laughs> I wrote that one too. What the um, hell? Learn this, Einsteinette. These two, these next two were used as commercials on the wow. channel. Ka-ching, ka-ching, bling, bling, bling. <laughs> and it's delicious. And then they do that. Wow. <laughs> so those two were, were commercials. Then we have Jackal keeps it real. So they were introducing Jackal and then his like assistant, he was like, hi, I'm Jackal. And he was just like, Jackal keeps it real. It was very quiet and to the side, which is so funny. <laughs> and Raymond comes home and she goes, today has been cheetah crazy. <laughs> um, Jackal says, get over here, my little poop tracker. <sighs> um, my day, your day, a snake is still a snake. Hmm. And I can't remember in this moment, but I wrote it down and I don't remember but Adrian and her mom were getting their hair done and they had to run out in the middle of getting their hair done. And the hairstylist was like <laughs> running after them, just being like, Oh, don't tell anyone where you get your hair done. <laughs> she still had curlers in there. Yeah, it was so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to end on my favorite quote, but I'm going to mention my favorite moments. Okay. Aqua keeps hot sauce in her bag swag. So I'm going to say that Beyonce used this movie as her inspiration for that. Wow. She probably did. (laughs) And my other favorite moment is when Raven and her mom are dropping off Dorinda. And 
They are in the back of a taxi and Dorinda exits the car and Raven doesn't scooch to the other side and just stays in the middle next to sitting to her mother. That really bothered me. <laughs> Another unrealistic thing. Another unrealistic thing. Now, my favorite quote in which I will tattoo onto my skin for the rest of my life. If he can't respect my art, he can't have my heart. I wrote that one, too. I love that. I'm tattooing it on my body. Good. Thanks. We get matching tattoos. Matching tattoos. I'm going to get a picture of Val. Wait, I thought you were getting this. Not anymore. It's too late. (laughs) Val, any favorite quotes or moments? Well, a couple of them you said, I take a whack and I keep on smacking was one of them. What's the point of eating your vegetables if you don't get dessert? Strong bones and teeth. (laughs) Which is true. If he can't respect my heart, he can't have my heart. My day, your day, a snake is just a snake. Yep, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There were a couple times where I like wrote things in all caps, like when the white boy called her his boo. um, Or when... (laughs) When Raven was just being an absolute B to her music teacher. I just wrote bubbles sucks in all caps. That's so funny. <laughs> bubbles is Raven. Um, and then I just wrote, oh, no, he's rapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, and I remarked that I thought that their songs sounded like the. Have you ever seen the show Girls 5 Eva? Oh, uh, I haven't seen it, but I saw that. I know it exists. Yeah. So it's basically like a it's a Tina Fey show and it's it's like a parody of these kinds of girl groups from the 90s and like what they would be now. But like they play a lot of their like, quote unquote, songs that were from the 90s and early 2000s. And they are this. They are these songs. It is so so funny. funny. (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah, that's that's it, I think, for me. Nice. Anything else you want to talk about before we go to Spoiler City? No. I think that we should hail a cab and take our tops off and go to Spoiler City. (laughs) (laughs) You are waiting patiently for me to say more words. (laughs) Only thought that went halfway through, huh? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Our cab has been hailed. We're topless. And we're going to Spoiler City. Um, Here's where I tell you about the movie. Let's go. We're in New York City. Okay. New York City. And New York. It's actually filmed in Toronto. (laughs) Do they fake it that we're in New York, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's set in New York for sure. Oh, it's kind of like the TV show Empire. It's set in New York, but it's filmed in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, a lot of shows that are set in New York are not filmed in New York. Look at Hollywood duping us. Duping. Duping. Um, and they're singing at someone's birthday party. They're practicing for the talent show. Uh, someone's foot gets caught in the sidewalk and they all trip and fall and everyone laughs at them, especially the third grade children. Um, we have four girls who are high school freshmen, Aqua, Chanel, Dorinda, and Galleria. And they are busy living their lives while also being a girl group. Galleria is Raven. Dorinda is Sabrina. Chanel is Adrian. And Aqua is Keely. Galleria and Chanel used to be like the two of them. And then they expanded the group. So they're learning how to be a group of four now. Aqua came from Texas. She's only been in New York for a few months. And Doe is a dancer. And uh, they asked her to be part of the group. She still can sing, but she's definitely more dancer first. Now they were like laughing on the street that they're going to win a Grammy. Ha ha ha. <laughs> um, they start dancing on the street. Unrealistic. And then people start watching because there's no music. They are just dancing. Second musical number in five Second musical number. We're about seven minutes in. (laughs) Then Raven sees a dog that looks like her dog. And she's like, oh, my God, I forgot to do my chore of letting the dog out. And they run home. And mom is mad. And mom is very type A throughout this entire movie. And I don't know why, but I put it in quotes. 
Cheetah Chatter. <laughs> and her Italian father, why her last name is Garibaldi. Uh, then we find out that if they win the talent show, they win a demo like they get a demo, like EP album, they get a music video, all this good stuff. Then we cut to Chanel, uh, who's Adrian, and we get home and her mom is trying stuff on for a date. You can tell her mom seems pretty absent. This also continues throughout the whole movie. Very like single mom caring more about herself energy. Uh, Chanel's grades are bad. Doe always has somewhere to be. We don't know where that is. And so they are talking about those things. And then Derek, the white rapper, takes their audition slot for the talent show so that they can move their time back. Both of the moms sneak in to watch the audition. And then we get to the song. I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in a nice cold, dusty cellar waiting for somebody to come and set me free. Um, and that song played on radio. Did so much. And I want to say that I maybe requested that song the one time that I was on Radio Disney when I called in in sixth grade. Drinka loves them, who is the music teacher. And she's like, oh, my God, you guys are so great. And then Jackal Johnson comes in and he is an alum of the high school. And he's famous and they live, laugh, love him. And he's like, uh, um, if Harry Styles went to your high school and then came back and was like, I'm trying to sign someone. And then mom gets like super moody with him. She keeps her type A throughout. And she's like, no, you're not going to do that. You have school. You're a high school freshman. What are you doing? You're not going to get signed and like leave your whole life to go do that. And the girls get mad at Raven for saying that she's the leader of the group. She was like, oh, my songs, my group, my, 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 my. Um, then they drop off Dorinda and they drop her off at this like big high rise. But then she doesn't go in. She goes around the alley. Confusing. We'll find out later. And then dad, uh, we do have our cold open. Dad convinces mom that it's okay to let her like Raven try to like figure out what she needs and like, go get the demo. Um, the high school newspaper wants to interview them. Um, then we find out that Dorinda like works at the community center to afford dance lessons. Um, so we're kind of learning more about where she needs to be and like why she's kind of absent and why she like is either late or has to leave early from things. And they're on their way to go talk to Jackal and Galleria is stuck, uh, is late and stuck in traffic. So the girls show up without her and like they take them back and they are already there like having all these conversations without Raven. Um, then she shows up and she stepped in dog shit, which is where we have, there's my little poop tracker. And Raven starts to get like really weird and power hungry and jealous and kind of starting to turn on the girls a little bit. This is where the movie kind of starts to get a little um, hard to stomach, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And then Jackal's kind of creepy. Same like Quince energy, very non Harry Styles. So we're not going to, we're going to drop that reference and we're going to pick <laughs> up like creepy, like uh, if Billy Ray Cyrus. Was. <laughs> I'm just assuming Billy Ray Cyrus is creepy at one point. Um, and my mom gets like a, a contract and starts like crossing off all of the contract stuff. She's like, nope, 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 nope. So she's being very protective, which she's coming off kind of rude about it, but she's doing it out of love. Then uh, they won't be able to be in the talent show because that's the day that Jackal wants them to record and do all this stuff and be with them. So they're kind of deciding whether or not they're like, because they want to win the talent show because they'd be the first freshman to win the talent show. But also like this is a big opportunity to be signed with Jackal. Raven is even more power hungry at this point. The girls are super annoyed because she doesn't want to do the talent show because uh, she wants to go do things with Jackal and like do all the music stuff. And this is where it starts to get bad, where she says to Dorinda, since you mostly dance and it mm -hmm. was like a big dig, um, she rudely hands Doe like a list of magazines to like, hey, you wear the same thing every day. Like, here's some outfit options. Um, and we've seen Dorinda like working like she works as like a janitor at a dance studio. So like yeah. we know that she's not wealthy at all, whereas right. These other girls live in, well, we never see Aqua's house, but both uh, Raven and Adrian live in nice places. Yeah. 
I actually wrote, does Raven live in Carrie's house from Sex and the City? It's it kind of looked like similar. it. <laughs> so she's, uh, she hands her those magazines and says they aren't optional. And then Dorinda goes, where are you going to get a personality makeover? And that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Then we see Doe go back to the community center and um, they got a she because she's so good at dancing, got, gets asked to go on tour with the gold medal crew and she's contemplating doing it. But she has to get a signature from her parents. She has to work a little bit uh, harder for money, like just to like figure out all of these things that we're starting to see more and more of like why this decision is a little bit harder for her. Then Chanel, Adrian is like, I'm going to do something really nice. And I know we're about to get all of this money from signing with Jackal. So I'm going to take my mom's credit cards. And throughout this whole thing, I haven't been mentioning uh, Chanel's mom and her relationship is getting really strained because she's dating someone new and not paying a lot of attention to Chanel. So they had plans to go shoe shopping. And her mom wrote a note saying like, hey, I'm not coming. So she takes her credit cards and goes out shopping without her and buys all of this stuff for Dorinda. And she takes it to her house to be like, hey, here's all this stuff. I got you. And uh, the doorman was like, oh, no one lives here with that name. And she goes, huh? And she goes, Dorinda Thomas. And he goes, oh, that's in the alley. So she goes back to the alley, knocks on the door, and it turns out that Dorinda is part of a foster home. And they all live there because uh, the mom or the dad of the house the is dad. the like the the, the like, building man of the high yeah. rise. So they all like live in this like back room. Mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't have parents. She's one of 10. Um, she's really close with her foster mom, but also has a hard time like calling her mom and things like that. Then um, Chanel like calls out Raven for being a turd. And she's like, you guys have all been talking behind my back. And she goes, no, we've been talking in front of your face. You just haven't been paying attention. (laughs) And then they all feel weird about the music video, but they're there. And um, then Jackal is like, we are going to completely change your image. They're wearing these masks and the music is completely different. It's not their music that they wrote. And Raven's like, no. And the girls are like, what does it matter? Like, we this is an opportunity and Raven's like no we need to stick to like who we are and what we're doing and they are like no you literally are doing the opposite of what we all said this week um so Raven leaves and says take the deal do it without me and Jackal was like okay like you're easy to replace which this is a note for anyone you are always replaceable in any Mm -hmm. job um no matter how replaceable you not irreplaceable you think you are not irreplaceable Raven goes home and goes to her mom and says, please don't say I told you so, because her mom had said, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Um, And then we find out that Doe has accepted the dance tour. She's going to go. Aqua couldn't hail a cab. And Chanel's mom gaslights her and is like, why are you mad? I have a life, too. And she's mad about the credit cards. But then they have their heart to heart and talk it all out. And she's like, you don't pay attention to me ever since you got this boyfriend. And so they're like, fine now. She, she more just says like, I, I, I actually liked what she said. She said, you care more about your dreams than mine. And like, I mean, as a kid, like your parents should care about your dreams at least as much as yeah. theirs. If this not is more. why I'm not having children. <laughs> uh, so then she talks to, she talks to mom and, and you let the ones you love go. And so you, like whatever then um raven is back at school she's singing alone in the the cafeteria and the boy with the nice jaw comes up and he's like haha i'm glad that you guys aren't performing in the talent show now because now i can win so this is over the span of like three days so this was like she left saturday morning everyone went home saturday afternoon the talent show saturday night but also the music video was supposed to be saturday night um and then uh, Toto breaks free. So Raven's is dog, dog from the yeah. very beginning. Uh, she's walking him down the street and he breaks free. And uh, they uh, went and she, as she's, this is, this is what pisses me off. <laughs> this morning is when she left. And now in the evening time, there's a poster of the Cheetah Girls not them, the like masks that he wanted them to wear. And she's like, they went on without me. And I'm like, there was no way that this was printed in the last I, seven hours. I think it happened over the course of a couple of days. Cause when he said like, okay, we're going to rehearse or we're going to like learn the song on Thursday. We're going to rehearse on Friday and then we're going to put it down on Saturday. Oh, so okay. that makes me feel I better, think... but still I hate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, proceed. 
Um, so she's like, oh my God, I can't believe that this poster and they went on without me. Then Toto gets lost because, uh, he ran under some construction and just like gets stuck underground. <sighs> then a talent show starts. So they're back at, like we see back at school, we see the stand-up comedian, maybe yeah. we see the nice job man. And, um, then Toto is just causing so much drama, won't come out. The Everyone is crowding. There is like 400 people here trying to get this dog out of this like sewer drain. And uh, all of the girls are showing up in their outfits. So who knows how this was coordinated. But then they have to cut the power to get the dog out. And so then they cut the power and it's down the street from the school. So then the power cuts out at the talent show. And... Raven gets on TV and somehow it is streamed onto the the walls of the talent show. And everyone's like, what? Raven's outside? We should we should leave this talent show because the power's <laughs> off and go check on that. And Raven in this moment, like, realizes she's a terrible person. They try to call his name and she's like, they're like, oh, he's not coming out. Someone's going to need to come over here and call him. So Raven's like, Toto, Toto, and then she's like, girls. And they come crowd around and they're like, you know what we have to do. And they start singing. <laughs> I'm like embarrassed for them. Like in this moment, like that's how they ridiculous start it is. Singing to get the dog to leave the sewer. <laughs> and then uh, it works. <laughs> and then the hot guy talks to Raven to make a tough decision. And then they sing again. They sing on the streets with backup dancers this time. And Jackal's like, I blew it. Uh, or like all the people are like, you guys, you suck. And he saw them on TV because the news. And then uh, Doe introduces her entire foster family to everyone. And she's like, I'm not embarrassed to like talk about my foster family anymore. And they're my family. And then they somehow get led into the talent show. And then the Jada girls win the talent show. <laughs> They win the talent show. They're like holding the trophy and they stop to answer a phone call while they're on stage celebrating and it's Jackal and they're like, <laughs> shove it. <laughs> you would not answer a phone call in that moment. Mm. And that's the movie. <laughs> that's it. That's the movie. <laughs> and that is the movie. So that was uh, so fun. So, so fun. Much time. There's so many like outfits in this movie, like so oh, many yeah. just like, you know, if you took like the sort of the stereotypical, um, you know, early 2000s middle schooler outfit and then just amped it to so much ridiculous. To. Yeah. So much limited to so much like hair crimping and butterfly clips and layered things. And yeah, like belts. a man. Yeah. Belts. So many belts. So many belts. Um, yeah. I mean, it, having to talk about it is, it sounds worse than it was. It's not a bad movie. There's just some really bad choices that were made. Yeah. And again, like they were probably to some degree limited by, the fact that this is a book adaptation. So like yeah. they have to do kind of what's in the book. Um, and I feel like that always kind of like hamstrings. name their teacher, drink a champagne. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. that. Or Jackal Johnson when they're the cheetah girls. I mean, come on. So <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a time. Yeah. I have nothing else, Val. I I don't have anything else either. Great. <gasps> Do you hear that? It's time for Bingo. Oh, my God. Oh, no, my God. It's time for Bingo. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to start. Great. One Hit Wonder song. Well, so they have a million songs, but I was going to say if we don't count their songs, the teacher drink a champagne her whole thing is that she was a one-hit wonder and she sings part of her like disco song in the movie i accept it one two i also looked up one song that wasn't there and it was a christy mack song couldn't find any information about christy mack but great we definitely got it for great. sure okay 
breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So much. (laughs) Holiday themed. No. No. Clunky metaphor. Cheetahs. Jackals. I'll take it. That's all you need to know. Parents who just don't get it. Mom. Dorothea. I just realized that she's named Dorothea and they have a dog named Toto. Oh, I hate that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Cool non-parent adult. Drinka? Yeah, probably. Someone too famous for a TV movie. No. No. Competition to resolve the central problem. Yeah. 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 I love marking that one. A montage sequence. So many. Summon. Ooh, we're flying. <laughs> Cliche villains. Jackal. Jackal. And capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> they, they basically like changed their band because that's what like the market research told them to do. Mm. So capitalism. Capitalism. Clothes or items you owned? Actually, so I did see one thing. Me too. Okay, I'll go first. So in Chanel's room, she has this little, it's like a miniature set of dresser drawers. And, you know, like you would put like hair ties or like push pins or whatever in these little drawers. And, you know, people had them on their desks. And I 100% had at least one, if not like many of those. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, My item was also Chanel's item. When she was writing in her journal on her bed, she had a big pencil with the feathers on the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I had that in blue. Nice. I had a big pen. I loved big pencils for some reason. <laughs> Love a big, big pencil. pencil gal. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. Ooh, boy. Um, okay, so I know how I feel about this movie, but I also know that this is like a fan favorite, or at least one that people know. I'm going to say 57. 71. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know. I am. I know nothing. <laughs> Just call me Jon Snow. I don't get it. <laughs> Happily ever after. <laughs> yes. There's Check. literal fireworks at the end. Almost kissing. Well, there was big kissing. Just big kissing. real kissing. Real kissing. Which means at one point, they were almost kissing. They were so. almost kissing. Someone who became famous. Raven? I'd say Raven and Adrian is fairly uh, wealthy. Great. Uh, betraying of one's real friends or values. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your childhood crush. Mm-hmm. I mean, I counted him in Alley Cat Strike. Well, so. then we're counting him today. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. Honestly, no. There wasn't like anything obviously bad. And all of the stunts were like not filmed terribly where you're like, ugh. Right. Like the only thing that I would say is like the sinking of the singing was bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to count that or not, but that was no. the only thing. Okay. Did the channel star. Raven. Raven. Musical number. <laughs> Yes! So many. This movie literally opens and closes on a musical number. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank God. (laughs) Magic. No. No. Someone says the title of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So so much. She delicious. (laughs) Scooby Dude. I guess... They sing to get Toto out of the house. Uh, Sure. Sure. <laughs> the heroes create the problem. Yeah. 
They didn't create yeah. capitalism, but they create the problem. They Raven Simone created capitalism. <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs> Lead is a fish out of water. No. 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 All right. Well, Val, for the amount of boxes that we checked, we only got one bingo. Wow. Because okay. we had a lot that that we didn't get that were, you know, what would have been big markers for us. Yeah. But we got our uh, fourth line down. We had clunky metaphor, a montage sequence, almost kissing, Disney Channel star, and the heroes create the problem. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, Val, do you hear that? It's time for a game. <laughs> Welcome to the game of uh, who's fast. <laughs> who's okay. fast? Who's fast? Okay. So the cheetah is a fast animal and this mm. is the cheetah girls. And there were so many cheetah references. So mm-hmm. we're going to find out how the fast the cheetah is compared to other animals. Okay. So I'm going to give you six beings. Okay. And you need to put them in the order of slowest to fastest. Okay. Okay. Sailfish. Okay. Horsefly. Human. Peregrine falcon. Okay. The cheetah. And lastly, an ostrich. Hmm. All right, Val. All right, I'm set. All right, Val. Let's okay. hear your order first before I read off the correct order. Okay. Okay. Human. Horsefly. Ostrich. Sailfish. Cheetah. Peregrine falcon. You got two correct. <laughs> All right, let's read them off. In number one, slowest being, we have a human. Fastest pace human can race. Run. Move. 29.55 miles per hour. That's pretty fast. Pretty I believe human. that is Usain Bolt. Ah. Mm-hmm. Number two is the ostrich. Really? Okay. 60 miles per hour. That's freaking fast. That's freaking fast. That's fast. Number three, sailfish. 67.85 miles per hour. Wow. So Love I basically, faster. I would have been right if I hadn't messed up the horsefly. Yes. Okay. Number four is the cheetah. So I was literally right, except for the horse. <laughs> Just 75 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Not to be mistaken with cheetah girl. Right. Just the animal. Mm-hmm. Number five, the horsefly. 90 miles per hour. What? Number six, peregrine falcon. How fast do you think a peregrine falcon can fly, Val? Um, I think the peregrine peregrine falcon can dive at 215 miles per hour. Whoa, that was so close. And I was so hoping you were going to say 250 because it's 242. Oh, I was pretty close. That is so close. That's why I was like... But you said 15. Ugh, if it wasn't for that freaking horsefly, I would have gotten them all right. Well, Val, you know what? Who did get them right? Me, because I knew them. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Who's fast? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what a time. This is great. This was fun. I I don't hate this movie. I think this has gotten me more excited for two and three. Yeah, I'm excited too. I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with the other stories i know they're all based on books so i'm oh, very curious i'm excited to hear strut like you mean it free your mind it's not enough just to dream it come on come on get up cool me too <laughs> i love that i i'm gonna know all of these movies for the next years and val's gonna be like huh <laughs> um so Friends, we are not watching a movie for our next episode. But don't let that turn you off from listening. <laughs> Val, you, Val, we got, Val, okay. We have a very special episode next time that you're going to really want to listen to. For real. Like, I am so pumped 
for this. I'm very, very, very excited. And Val, wait, what are some movies that we could watch in preparation? Okay. If you happen to have time to watch Xenon. Smart House. Phantom of the Megaplex. True Confessions. Gotta kick it up. Then that wouldn't be the worst thing. Or at least listen to our episodes. Again, oh, or listen to those episodes. If you don't have time to listen to the whole, or watch the whole movie. Um, and, uh, you know, you might benefit from that experience. You might benefit. You'll definitely <laughs> benefit from listening to the, our episode. I think time. that next episode is going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, and who knows? Maybe it's the first of many. You never know. <gasps> This is how we get famous, Val. <laughs> this is how we get this press passes to D23. This is how we get press passes to D23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this was delightful, Al, as usual. Thank oh, you so as much. Usual. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Wait, this comes Val! Val, it's Thanksgiving. Can we put a little turkey on the, on the <laughs> box for bingo? please fine everyone's begging <laughs> everyone's begging this comes Everyone, out after thanksgiving just for yeah the but it's thanksgiving now and we're talking about it <laughs> okay everyone's talking about it everyone's now. talking about it. okay okay you're welcome everyone uh, i just did it okay well let us uh say let us <laughs> We always end cracking up and can never end this on a good note. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Bye, Val. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. D Commentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.